0: Hello Wildcat fans, welcome to this week's edition of the SIBN Sports Recap on the iCast. I'm Bobby Jerome alongside Coach O'Rourke and Jack O'Rourke. They'll be joining us today for just a little interview about this upcoming hockey season. Uh, So first off, congratulations Coach O'Rourke, you're coming off of a uh, four-peat state championship run. Uh, You have seven state championships under your belt as a coach. Uh, Just what are some some of your best moments or most memorable moments from those uh, previous years for state championship teams?
1: Um, oh boy. Uh, some games stand out, some moments from games, uh, definitely like a lot of like overtime games especially stand out. Um, but uh, the older you get, uh, which I'm getting old, uh, you know, you kind of think about the people more than the uh, actual moments and just um you know like this year for example spending time with my son it's our you know his senior year so our last year together and we've been together he's been with us for four years as uh both broadcaster and manager and pretty much any every role you could think of so just trying to enjoy you know those moments and with a great really a great senior class uh the coaching staff it's just you know it's just a fun group um so it's really like goofy stuff like times on the bus you know maybe a movie we watched or playing euchre or just trying to enjoy more the people than than the uh than to get too caught up in the x's and o's and you know and then life passes you by you know and you, you don't really enjoy it so that's that's kind of my overwhelming thought right now
0: all right and uh jack you've been with this program for quite a few years as well um and you've been an sibm broadcaster for three of the last four years um what are some of your most memorable moments from the last few years?
2: Yeah, I'd say the state championships, definitely. Um, gotten to broadcast three hockey so far and uh, one baseball, so I think uh, that's been a good experience. Also, I'd say the people that I've met as well, I guess. I mean, it's a, like a really special group of seniors this year with hockey. I think almost everyone's best friends, and it's kind of – it's like I mean, in the back of the shirts it says family, and I think it kind of really turned into a family. So I think uh, a lot of the moments are, again, just like with the people you meet and just uh, – the good times you get to have with everybody and uh just savor it for more last year all
0: right and uh, one thing you guys did bring up was the players uh this is a big senior class this year it's a very good senior class who are some of the players in the class that are going to stand out this year and really shine
1: yeah there's a bunch of guys who are uh, returners who've been with us for two or even three years so uh, i think um Forwards, you know, Alex Bilardo is one of the captains, Cam Kurtz, uh, Aiden Millett, um, there's uh, junior, Eric Galaner, he's kind of a prolific scorer. Um, defense, you have Michael Bame, uh, Greg Langermeier's hurt right now, but he'll be back uh, next month probably. Um, I know I'm forgetting people, Kovac is in that, there's, there's 15 seniors, so uh it's a little bit like the soccer team I think they have a big senior class and guys who've been through battles and been in you know arenas and in other cities where uh you know we're the we're the uh not the enemy but you know we're the big bad saying Ignatius, and they really want everybody wants to beat you so they've they've been through some tough spots together they can they can rely on each other um and then uh You know, I I mean, there are um, younger guys, too, that are talented. I think everybody thinks, like, oh, after this year, they're going to be terrible, you know, but we know we have uh, in the pipeline we have a lot of good players that are just, you know, really we had tryouts a couple weeks ago and a lot of the younger guys really impressed us and they're probably mad at me right now because I didn't carry them, but, but, you know, you only have so many spots on the team, but we're all happy. Uh, You know, all the coaches are excited about the future, too, so we just, you know, we want to, Keep this going for as long as we can, but but also, uh, you know, like I said before, enjoy this year and um, and just just soak it all in because it it's it's a long winter season's long. It's almost um, like four and a half months long, but but it goes pretty fast. You know, when you're in it day in day out and you're worrying about practice, what drills are we going to run? And then you look up and all of a sudden it's uh, starting to get warm up, which is a nice thought right now. But uh, so I I want to uh, enjoy it as much as I can. Yeah
0: all right and uh jack pretty much the same question to you what players do you think wildcats are going wildcat fans are gonna have a fun time watching this year
2: yeah i mean i think this is definitely a very deep hockey team so i think uh i was actually reading a little bit ago about alabama football team and uh a big thing with alabama is uh for a long time they didn't never have a heisman winner so they really took pride in the fact that they never had a heisman winner because that means one person didn't really carry the team until i think mark ingram broke that about 10 years ago i think it's very similar to this hockey team i think uh Everyone takes pride in that it's a different hero every single night. I mean, everybody contributes quite often. Um, I mean, there's definitely guys like Michael Bame, Greg Langermeyer, who are going to put up points. They're going to make crazy plays that differ- deserve to be on Center. But uh, at the same time, I think there's a lot of unsung heroes on this team, and it's really those guys that uh, stand out to me. All
0: right, moving on. Uh, the Wildcats consistently have the toughest schedule in Ohio every season. Um, how much is that – prepare the cats for the playoffs and making these deep playoff runs and uh, how has it helped them grow as a team making all these trips to different states and playing these tough teams
1: yeah so i do think that um traveling um the bus rides and that really builds camaraderie uh you can't replicate that uh so we it's kind of i don't know if hockey is the only sport like that we we travel a lot but uh it's it's uh kind of sounds counterintuitive, but they do, they kind of bond more, uh, whether it's, you know, going out to team meals or masses or whatever. Um, and then um, I guess our theory would be that we, if we play a really tough schedule, it would be almost like uh, if you're in the, the on-deck circle and you're swinging with a donut on your bat, and then, uh, you know, when you get to the state tournament, you, you knock the donut off, and you're it's like, wow, this bat's kind of light. Not that the competition's bad, but, like, you're just, you're used to playing so fast, and um, having such pressure on you from the other teams that are so good, that it's it's um, not always exactly like that in Ohio. Which you know it's hockey in Ohio is getting better, but um, you know to to do what we want to do, and some of our players want to go play beyond high school. Um, we have to go where the scouts are, and they're they're not in Cleveland, Ohio. Unfortunately, they're in Detroit and places like that. So, but that that's the idea, is just to I mean, it's sort of like to be the best we can possibly be. So, if we're winning every game. Thirteen to two—that's not really making us better, uh, and I think the guys don't want that anyway. So, and none of us want. Like, it's boring for even for the coaches. You know, it's no fun at all. So, uh, and it doesn't do the other team any good either. So, um, so we'll play anybody and everybody, anywhere. And uh, you know, we do actually have a lot more home games this year, which is kind of cool. Um, but you know, if we have to go to Detroit to play good teams, that's what we got to do. All
0: right, and uh, Jack. You're in the same grade as most of the kids on this team, um, and you really get to grow with the rest of the team uh, as a student. In what ways do you think the team uh, grows throughout the season on these long road trips and on on playing this tough schedule?
2: I mean, you're definitely better at uh, NHL 20 on March uh, 1st than you are in October. I think there's a lot of NHL games going on. Uh, Your card playing skills improve as well. I think it's just a Fun time being around everybody, um, especially as time goes on. I mean, to be the best, you got to beat the best, and sometimes that means going to play everybody. Those kids love challenges, kind of like uh, my dad just said. But I think it just—it's uh, just really crazy to think about. I mean, I have vivid memories of freshman year when it's just me, Pat, Michael, Bayman, Greg, the only freshmen that were there. Then sophomore year was just—we got like a load of sophomores at one time. And I just remember going up to Canada with those guys and like how much everybody's like grown, like a couple inches in height, look a little bit different now. Like, I mean, it's just. It's definitely weird and surreal, but I think uh, everybody knows we're kind of a family, and we just want to
1: enjoy one last year together and uh, just make it the best possible. I can tell you one more thing: is that um, that definitely does not help with camaraderie. Is that they do not watch the movies I play on the bus at all. <laughs> I, I'm trying I, after all these years of watching you know, like Tommy Boy a hundred times. Where we're at, I'm like, I'm going to start showing them good movies and see, and they don't pay attention whatsoever. And some, I think you even said, Jack. Um, some movie he saw in a theology class. No, no, no. no, it
2: was seven. I watched it at a friend's house.
1: Oh, okay. Well, some movies like, Oh, that's a, that's a really good movie. And then somebody like Kovac said, yeah, we watched it on the bus. Like there's like two guys who pay attention to the movies that we watch, but, um, so I don't know, but I'm going to keep playing them. I don't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, More along the schedule. Not only the Wildcat prep team has a tough schedule, but the farm system. You know, the blue team, the gold team, the fifteen U. They all have really tough schedules as well. And it, uh, what ways do they develop from playing? You know, kind of like a varsity schedule, Uh, because you
1: know. Yeah, that's that's the idea. Is um, you know, especially in a year like when uh, these current seniors were sophomores, as Jack said, we kind of had to. bring a bunch of them up, you know, to start out and and kind of, you know, mature them, as they say in baseball movies. Uh, So we'll probably have a similar situation next year where we'll have a lot of newcomers. And, you know, the more ready they can be because of what happened this year, the teams they played this year, then the better off we'll be. So that's that's definitely the theory. And everybody who, um, you know, comes to this school to play hockey wants to play the best schedule they possibly can. We try to make it um, you know reasonable where where we wouldn't have like a sixty pound freshman playing against some, like some eighteen year old guy with a beard from canada It doesn't make any sense, but um you know we want them to be challenged appropriately, just like you would do in a classroom um you know and i think if I think if we didn't do that um you know more guys would would not play for our school they would go play for uh triple a team you know or travel teams that that are in the area so um you know that happened like 10 years ago it's it, there's still a couple guys here and there but it was um particularly frustrating you know like 10 years ago so we're like we have to change something these guys aren't feeling that our schedule's uh tough enough so we so we um just over the course of a couple of years kind of ramped it up and i uh, had to make connections with teams from detroit and toronto and pittsburgh and places like that and then kind of go there and prove like yeah we're we're pretty decent, like it's worth playing us. And then, you know, even in the recent years, like it's worth coming to Cleveland to play us, which is, that's why we're going to have some more home games, which is really awesome. So so you you hit it right on the head. That's exactly what we're trying to do is is, is have everybody be, uh, you know, play very challenging schedules. Sometimes the records might not be, you know, I mean, we're, we're not going to go 39-1 and one ever again, you know, against this kind of schedule, but we understand that. We're okay with that. We accept that challenge, so it's no problem.
0: Right, and uh, there is a saying out there that, you know, being good right now is tough, but staying good in the future is even tougher than that. And um, I, I mean, with the Wildcat schedule and the with what the younger kids are playing, uh, it really helps you guys stay good over the course of their four years here.
1: Yeah, I think um, you know two ways to think about that is it's definitely um, less pressure to uh, like when you're the underdog and you're you're on the rise, you're like sort of on the hunt. You're that you're the hunter and then you you win a state title or two and then all of a sudden like you're the hunted and like it's it's just more a little more stressful to stay on top but a good way to look at it and we talked about this um in our locker room this weekend and mr brennan just talked about it at chapel too um i'm sure the soccer team thinks this way is that um it's not like uh, some guy who won a state championship in 2010 is on this team you know that that guys uh, could be you know 27 years old or something like that now. So the, there's guys on our team who have not won a state championship that they really want to, and um, you know we we can't just be lazy and, and rest on our laurels. We have to think like every year is a fresh year and it's a new even if some of the guys certainly a lot of returners this year, but it's still a different chemistry, a different mix. Uh, you got to find the right you know balance and right lines and combinations and stuff like that. So we would never want to like take this for granted or, or, you know, think it's like, if it's, if it ever becomes not fresh or not fun for me, I will get out of here. I will walk away, you know, in a heartbeat. So, um, but I look at the, these guys who, um, you know, either haven't won a title or maybe they were on the team last year, but weren't like in a major, major role and they're still hungry. So, uh, you know, we want to win for those guys. So, uh,
0: doing good things for others and really being a good man is really what makes an Ignatius experience an Ignatius experience uh how's the hockey team learn and display those values on and off the ice do
1: you want to handle this or do you want me to
2: if you want me to sure I mean I see what you uh, know Jack uh I mean I think one thing we do that everyone really looks forward to is lobber at the start of the season it's kind of like the unofficial kickoff of the season I think um it's just good to go out there and just kind of do that once or twice like right away just get your feet wet it's good bonding experience i think for the players while also helping others which is a big advantage of that uh the team tries to go to mass every single sunday on road trips you know sometimes you know you play a game at seven o'clock you don't get back to the hotel room to, till 10 you play ps4 for a couple hours and the next thing you know you're waking up and like oh you you gotta go to mass but i mean sometimes when you wake up in the morning you're like oh i mean this might not be the most fun thing of all time but i think after there's a couple of laughs in the homily or like the priest says something about us it's kind of worth it after all and i think uh that's what really i think sets us apart from some other teams in the area and uh, really around the country i don't know how many teams especially teams at our school that we i think a lot of our teams go to mass i don't really know how many schools in the country have their kids go to mass to do service things like labra and i just think uh in a way those are the best bonding experiences because it's the things that like you might not necessarily wake up and want to do right away are the things that end up creating the best experience for you when you go out and have fun with them, fun doing that with your friends.
1: Yeah, we did, uh, we also did running with the cats for the first time this year in the fall. That was, that was a good one. Um, So some of the guys ran in chain rock and uh, we actually, a lot of times in the summer we um, work out at Edgewater on the beach. And then so we just kind of running with the cats is just up like an upper Edgewater park by the Cleveland sign. So um I was really impressed with the turnout that we had for uh for that uh you never know you know you kind of promote these things we don't make them mandatory but uh you're I'm hopeful that we'll get you know like I mean if we got five guys I'd be happy but I think we had 20 25 30 guys show up for those uh, on Mondays with Mr. Devaney and the um the Fox sisters (laughs) who are uh Ruddy and Spear now but which they really run the show they're they're awesome um and then something we've been doing since 2005 is uh, Cleveland Rock and Wildcats, which is a special needs hockey team that we practice with on uh, Friday nights, which is a tough night for a high school kid to give up, but it's it's 5:30 to 6:30, so it's not like their whole night. But um, you know we will have a, a couple guys help out uh, every Friday night at North Olmstead, um, pretty much from October to April. Um, so um, you know that's been that's been about 15 years going, and actually Jack's brother is. Uh, uh, on the team now, so he's a special needs uh, athlete, and um, uh, Bobby. So he he uh, you know gets to practice and play, they play a scrimmage against us, and they play actually they play scrimmages against a lot of teams uh, from the area who are all awesome, like Parma High School just had one recently, and Orange. There's there's a number of schools who scrimmage them, and then they also play like friendship games against teams from Buffalo, Rochester, Columbus, like couple you know sort of regional teams that are also special needs, so. Um, we do a ton of stuff like that. We do every Thanksgiving. We deliver meals to shut-ins. Um, the, there's not much that we ask of them that they don't do. I'm, I'm continually impressed by the guys, and I, I know we're not the only team that does this. I know a lot of sports teams do A lot of the – doesn't have to be just sports. A lot of the clubs here do service projects. So, as you said, it's um, – much more about uh you know it's part of the education right so we're all trying to become men for others even the adults mr sable i think would agree we're still trying to we're not finished products you know we're all trying to get better every day and truly if we win a ring along the way that's great we cannot guarantee that uh there's going to come a day when it doesn't happen could be this year could be next year whatever I, i hope that uh you know I always tell the parents at the admissions test talk that we can't guarantee your son's going to win a ring in sports, but we can guarantee them a really good Ignatian experience if we put the time and effort in as coaches to to do these extra things like service, like like the labras and running with the cats and and all that kind of stuff. So um, I believe that. And I think that, that, uh, you know, all the other guys in the athletic department believe that. And really, if you're going to teach here or moderate a club or do anything here, you better believe that. So um, you're, you're, again, you're you you should be a coach you hit the nail right on the head
0: there. <laughs> uh yeah and really uh what every sports team every year is trying to do is live out kind of the quote from father welsh is if we could win as many state championships as we can we can win whatever but if you haven't learned to do good for others in your time here then we as a school have failed you and yeah i mean
1: basically- it's it's i think that you know, as a teacher or uh, anyone who works here, you're constantly trying to model good behavior. And again, we're not perfect. You, you know, students aren't perfect angels. We're not perfect. But you try, and you, you keep trying. And if you fail, you try again. But, um, you know, I think that how we approach things, you want uh, the kids to see you as uh, a good man. Sometimes they see you in a role as a uh, father. Uh, hopefully, you know, see a good father, a good husband, could be a good son, brother, whatever roles they see you in there, they're, they're uh, you know, kind of like sponges. So they're they're constantly observing, I think. And they would know that if we're full of baloney, you know, I think they would see right through that. So, um, you know, and there's like, there are times that we make mistakes. And so I think it's okay to apologize or to admit you're wrong. Like if I'm at the board doing something in Latin and I make a mistake, I, I'm not going to like try and fake it and cover it. Right. I'm just like, hey, my bad, I messed it up. Here's the correct chart or whatever, you know. And that's definitely happened. So, um, or if they ask me, you know, if we're talking about, vocabulary and words that are derived from Latin words and they might ask about some, somewhere and I, and I don't know I'd say I don't know let's look it up you know it's <laughs> which that's another good thing to do is if you don't know something look it up so um, I just think you're just you're constantly it's more important than, than again than any drill you might run or any system we might run on the power player or forecheck is is just trying to become good people together and learning from each other and and uh, it's like the power of uh, like good peer pressure almost like if you know, if if we all drag our butts to mass, which we do every weekend we're on the road, not not sometimes, so we would do every weekend. <laughs> make that clear. Didn't I say every weekend? Uh let's not fight here on the air. Okay. <laughs> is uh you know, I'm sure everybody's tired. We're you know, there's and uh, people would rather go be eating you know, pancakes and sausage in the hotel lobby or whatever and but that's what we do. The first thing that we do, our team managers know is that we you know you get your schedule for the tournament and obviously if you're playing a game at eight o'clock you can go at eight o'clock mass but with the next thing we do is where when we're we going to go to mass so we went to mass the one year at state tournament weekend uh the day of the state championship game we went to mass in dublin and uh by the time the bus pulled in we were like we were right just had like a minute to spare and there were no seats and so you know our guys are standing the whole mass which as coach you're kind of like i really would not like them to be standing for you know an hour before the game, but but, uh, you know, they did, and they went out and did fine anyways in the game. So that's just, like, that's non-negotiable.
0: All right, final question. Uh, Jack, you as an announcer this year, and co- uh, Mr. O'Rourke, you as a coach, what are your ultimate goals for the hockey team this season? Um,
2: I guess to keep on bonding, I think that's one of the most important things, is uh, everyone just continues to grow what we started. I think this uh, class has been really, really special to this school and this uh, hockey program and I think uh I think finishing the mission both on and off the ice I think on the ice obviously the goal is win a state championship I don't think anyone wants to go out in the first round or anything like that but winning a state championship would be the biggest goal and uh then off the ice just keep on bonding and growing together as friends and uh hopefully brothers for life and then uh quick PSA seven o'clock this weekend make sure to get out to the game uh at Brooklyn all season long I think uh the boys really love the support I think uh there's an extra like shot in the arm every single time that uh you go out there and you see all your friends in the stand. So I think if we can get a lot of guys to start this year to go to games would be awesome.
1: Um personally I am trying to, like I said, kinda of like relax and enjoy things and just try and take it day by day. everything from driving in the morning, you know, with Jack, uh which is enjoyable and I know is going away after this year, to um just you know you start thinking about, like, a lot of lasts. Like, this is our – you know, like, I heard some of the seniors say, so it's our last preseason game, you know, and, you know, it is a special group. Um, so I want to enjoy the season, uh, appreciate, you know, all the good things that have happened to us in the past and uh, appreciate the the group that we have and the, the, just the people around us. Uh, in terms of the players, I, I hope that uh, I have a um, – well, I mean, always the overarching thing is we want them to become – better and better people every day of course but one thing that we are working on this year is that I want them to um, feel sort of ownership of the team and and take ownership so we're trying to have them in in practice have them running more and more of the drills uh, just kind of empowering them that way and even during the games I'm trying to to shut my big mouth and, and just let them talk the game because the more that they're thinking about the game and talking about the game, the more they're engaged. Instead of like being passive, just like out there like robots doing things, that they can make adjustments or, or help us. Like we tell them, like I don't have all the answers. Like help us make adjustments. Um, and um, I think it it also helps them. It just gives them confidence in each other and it helps with the bonding that Jack's talking about, where where they uh, they know they can rely on guys. They know that you know that so and so is a. a uh, not only a talented player but a heady player and uh, that they can trust each other so that's uh, that's a goal we'll see how it goes so far it's been going really well but um, um, you know it's really just up to me to just back off is is really the only key because I know they can do it and um, hopefully they'll enjoy doing that too
0: all right thank you both for coming on for this episode today. this has been another episode of the SIBN sports recap on the ICAST uh, coach Jack Good luck for the rest of the season. Uh, Make sure to stay tuned for the Wildcat Hockey Team this season. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, This is Bobby Jerome signing off.